I'm suiting up. Welcome to Doctor Three, a Hearthstone podcast dedicated to giving you explosive growth and climbing the standard rank ladder. I'm your host, Daring Alkaline, and along with me are my fellow hosts, Deliver and Major Death. So this I'm here. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> no no construction on the roof or anything. That's right. No, no, I'm here full time. Uh I will wait for what's gonna happen next. Uh keep you all on your toes. So yeah. There you go. Yeah. It's getting really tired of this part time nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mage, you wanna go over last week's poll question? All right, last week's poll question, we said, of the classes that are seeing the most play in standard right now, which would you delete to make the game more fun? And we had 50 votes, and I will tell you, I watched the first six votes come in, and five of them were for Demon Hunter, and I'm like, what is going on? But thankfully, order was restored by the end of the voting process, 48% of you said Priest would be the class that you would delete from the game to make it more fun. Our newest class, Demon Hunter, respectable showing at 20%, finished in second. Warrior and Druid finished at a tie for third with 16%. I just want to say... This was was this an anonymous poll because I need to find out who voted for priest, um, and I'm not going to track them down and have a heart to heart with them. Uh, but uh, you could yeah, start with yeah, me. No, I, I would vote. <laughs> I I didn't vote, but I would certainly have casted my vote for priest. Yeah, I mean, I get it's annoying now, and it's always been quote unquote annoying, but. Who doesn't love that annoying little brother that hops in and does who all knows? I don't know. It's it's my first love, and I'll always be a diehard priest. So, so I hit legend this month with priest. So I'm I'm pretty pro priest. It was one of the first decks I played in Hearthstone. Um, I played a priest in WoW for a period of time. So priest is kind of near and dear to my heart. Um, I would have. I, I'm on the Demon Hunter train because the cat class has been rampantly broken for the past three months. So, like... It might not be now. Yeah, it might not be now. Mm. We'll we'll get to that in a few minutes. <laughs> but I thought... I, I had an idea. I was like, I don't like this in, like, standard. But I would completely be okay with them adding this as, like, a casual feature to do, like, a... um More of a casual you know thing like you know search for like i only want to play against shamans you know i know they're not going to but like i feel like that'd be a fun little thing to be like you know what i i just want to try this deck against mage so i only want to play against mage and it's just like that seems more casual to me like if you go into a game shop and you're playing if you're playing magic and you're like i only want to play this deck against people with red decks and some guys like well i have a green and blue deck and it's like uh no thank you i'm looking to test this out against red mm-hmm. you know so like that's a really interesting concept you could i could definitely see them trying to go for something like that like who plays the actual casual mode I mean, I have because I haven't played a game of ranked since I hit Legend. <laughs> fair, fair. I don't know where my MMR is, but I'm taking that gamble this month. So, 
Um, well, I'm trying to complete quests. I play casual sometimes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just think it'd be neat to give people that option. And it's, it's not a criticism. I'm just like, oh, this is, I wonder if someone thought of it. And like, I know people are like, well, remove or, you know, people get upset about a class and don't want to play it. I'm like, well, that does, that's not how that works in like a competitive mode. But in a casual mode, I don't see why you couldn't be like, I don't feel like playing against this class. Search for games against everything but this. So mm-hmm. I think that would be an interesting mode. I don't know how the technical uh, specifications and like how they make that work code-wise, but it's just something that came out of my brain looking at the poll this week. So I, I would say that I think there's a lot of uh, diehard priests uh, fans and I don't <coughs> want to disparage them by mm-hmm. suggesting that their class should be deleted from the game. <laughs> I understand it, Sand, where that where they're coming from. I maybe would have a better appreciation for it if I was better playing more controlling decks because I feel like that's a style that that priest excels at, and that's a that's a personal card game shortcoming that I currently have. And so, so, uh, you know, I definitely respect where you guys are coming from there and, and can totally understand it. I just, uh, have not had much fun playing both with or against priest in my time playing Hearthstone to this point, which is why it's a class that I don't have golden and it probably will be the last class I get golden. And I don't Mm. know if I'll get to the thousand win portrait unless (laughs) I play this game for a very long time. I only have 1700 so <laughs> it's mediocre. I, yeah, yeah, I, I know. will say I will say the Anduin portrait for a thousand wins is one of the best thousand win portraits though. King I Anduin. really like that oh, portrait. Yeah. yeah. That portrait yeah. is great. I uh yeah, I I love it. I I'm and Varian Rin, I will say this again, has always been one of my favorite characters. So I I have a soft spot for Anduin just strictly because Varian is like my boy, so like I'm I'm pretty pretty tight with Anduin too. So <laughs> okay, so let's move on to news. Uh nerfs. I don't know if you guys have heard or have played the game <laughs> since, but uh, nerfs went live today. Uh, Alex Dawson tweeted a thread with the thinking behind the changes, and we'll go ahead and tweet that or uh, i'll put that in the podcast description basically anytime we talk about an article or on someone's site if you want to see it it will be linked in the uh the cast uh description just saying that now and i won't mention anything else during this podcast but (laughs) i i say it every time just in case someone's new listening so yes um, oh, I, it, it's, you know, just, just like the last changes, uh, right after we record an episode, we didn't specifically, uh, suggest that there wasn't going to be changes. So at least we have that going for us, but yeah, for it, less than 48 hours later, they announced. And then, and then now today, Tuesday, as we record this, the, the patch went live with those changes being in effect, but the, the fact that the notes had a lot in them, there was no kind of rationale behind, behind why these cards were changing uh, because of the other news item we'll talk about after a bit. 
So it's really great that we had somebody like Alec to go through, at least on Twitter, to give us some thought process behind why these cards were changing. And, uh, you know, I, I think it, it it definitely adds to... Um, it, it, it adds to it for me. It, it makes me uh, appreciate, I guess, where they're coming from. And while you maybe you agree or disagree with the change, maybe you think something else should have been changed or not, you at least get a, a, a good understanding of where these changes are coming from, which I, I definitely appreciate. So also you can combine that with the XR interview from the week before. And that kind of gives some more insight into it, too, because mm-hmm. that Chinese interview that XR gave, and I think it was yeah. two weeks ago, so, and pretty much everything he talked about in that interview got changed. So that gives you a little bit more insight, so. All right, first up, the big girl herself, DQA, Dragon Queen Alexstrasza, old Battle cry: If your deck has no duplicates, add two other random dragons to your hand. They cost zero. New: If your deck has no duplicates, add two other random dragons to your hand. They cost one. So what? Zero mana's too strong. I don't believe that. Zero, zero mana dragons could be too strong. Yeah. Zero mana anything can be too strong. <laughs> We'll get yeah, to that one later. Good change. Yeah. So, okay. So it's 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 still it's a really huge. Good card. Yeah. It, 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 I mean, a nine mana eight eight is a little understated because it doesn't affect the board immediately. But you're getting two one cost dragons. Yes, they're not zero, so you can't have the swing turn this turn. But you still potentially have two big dragons that you can play. And if you play this on turn 10, you could play one of the dragons this turn. And that could be a really big swing turn just on its own. Not as big as it used to be, but it could still be enough to win games and things like that. So yeah, it's still a payoff card for all those Highlander decks. It's interesting, too. The, one of the things that like sometimes... If you're playing against a Highlander deck, you know Dragon Queen's uh, coming. You have your board clear ready and hope that they throw down both dragons with Dragon Queen Alexstrasza. Now that's not going to be quite the thing that it was. So you have to like have a separate answer for Dragon Queen. So I'm not saying this is a buff. This just makes her... Uh, you have to play around her differently than you did before. So um, I think it's certainly interesting and it does take away the power, some of the power level of the card, but it is still very, very playable, which is nice. So they're kind of tweaking the power level on this card, but it's still doing what they intended to. And I won't get into the Highlander thing again. I've said my piece <laughs> on that, so mm-hmm. I I did quote fingers when I said Highlander deck. Yes, just, I know that these guys saw it, but yes. for for you listening, that that was. I feel I feel like your voice was also the implied air quotes. So. <laughs> that, that that's that's probably accurate. There, yeah. yeah. So, next up, we have Course Air Cash. Old draw a weapon, give it plus one, plus one. New draw a weapon, give it plus one durability. I said this in our Discord when we when we saw these casts, that this is a 
big nerf to Warrior. Um, you guys didn't seem to think as much. I still think it's a pretty big nerf. Um, Corsair Cash is still playable, but um, I still think it really affects Ankar and the Livewire Alliances a lot. So, And that's just my personal opinion, and we'll see how this one turns out. But what do you guys think? Yeah, it it definitely hit the deck for sure, but I think that's mostly because of it's it's really tough to say if that really affected the deck. I haven't played too much of it personally, but I think it's more of a meta shift because of Demon Hunter how hard that was hit. Mhm. Um which makes Warrior not as strong because that's probably one of its best matchups is against Demon Hunter just by the way it plays. Um but because some of the decks we're seeing now, things are getting weird. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, we're less than 12 hours into the patch. So at the time of this recording, we have no idea what the long-term effects of this patch are. So this is all super-duper speculation right now. So, I mean, you're basically throwing stuff at the wall to see what sticks at this at mm-hmm. this current moment. And I mean, it, it's just, it's just, we don't know where it's going to end up. I'm not saying that this was a big nerf overall to the class, but I think it was a nerf to um, Corsair Cash, and I like what it did. It's still playable, but it really cranks down the power level of Corsair Ch- Cash, bringing it in line. So I like this one a lot. I think, I think, yeah, I think the card is playable. I think you're, as a warrior, definitely, given how we've seen kind of the construction of decks, uh, three health definitely seems to be on a lot of minions right now. Mm-hmm. Um, g- given what's available to us, it feels like um, the shift to three health minions has been pretty, pretty stark over the course of this expansion. And and so now this weapon uh, that you pull because you used Corsair Cash isn't going to kill those three health minions. And and uh, whether that's enough to really put the uh, really affect the class, I, I don't know. But uh, durability definitely helps, and it definitely like. Um, we were talking it feels like it's less of a deal for wrench caliber because that already had three attack and usually when you're playing that you just want to put more bombs into your opponent's deck which having an extra durability allows you to do that but yeah the the fact that both the other weapons that you see play have only two attack and a lot of minions of three health i I think it's definitely going to make an impact and that means Finding the risky skipper is going to be more important to clear off the minions that you can't now kill by having a two attack weapon. And uh, but but I mean this is draw still drawing a focused draw and getting getting it to your hand. And so I I I feel like it's less of a a problem uh, or less of a nerf than than definitely some of the other things they could have done for warrior. Uh, but and and so I think that the deck, it, like the the egg warrior or the enraged warrior, I think it's going to be okay. But 
yeah, there there's going to be a lot of a, me, a a big meta shift because of these changes, and so we don't have the vacuum of just Corsair cast changing to see how 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 that would have affected this deck on its own. Yeah, I mean, tutoring a weapon is really really strong, and the fact it was giving it plus one plus one for two mana. I mean, yes. Hearthstone doesn't necessarily have a whole lot of tutors, but turns out when you can tutor something that's very, very strong. Tutor is a magic term, so for I'm sorry for using that for anyone out there. It's searching for a card. We don't need to get into that, but yes, the term, if you hear someone use the term tutor in a card game, it means searching for a specific card in your deck, pulling it out, putting it in your hand. So... That that effect is very strong across the board, and I like that they kind of turn down the buff to the weapon a little bit. Still feel like the, it is worth playing for two mana. The card now is all about drawing the weapon, not about drawing and buffing the weapon on top of it. And I think that that's actually probably pretty important. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I I think if you if you're paying two mana and drawing a card that you know you want, that that's probably that's good enough. And the fact that you and we're not even talking about the fact that you're getting extra durability on that weapon, but it used to do too much before. Yeah, it was exactly. one of the best cards in the deck before, outside of say Risky Skipper and that that depend depending on the the version the the deck that you were running. But but now it's still a good card. It's just not OP level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of nerfs, let's talk about Demon Hunter. Ooh. <laughs> the nerf they needed bat- nerfs. What? Yeah. They. Uh, um. Wow, buddy. They. I feel like it was like a rapid assault with a nerf bat, where it's just. I don't think it was a nerf bat. I think they had a nerf truck that ran over Demon Hunter and then backed up a few times. So first up, Metamorphosis got touched. It rolled, It used to do swap your hero power to deal five damage after two uses, swap it back. Now it is swap your hero power to deal four damage after two uses, swap it back. Um... I feel like this is pretty significant. Does two less damage over the turns. Um, I I don't know. I I assume it still sees Demon Hunter play eight mana, or five eight damage for five mana over two turns. Still seems good. Still flexible. I'm just not sure what where Demon Hunter is going to be mm-hmm. after this after these nerfs. So. I, I don't know. It was very obviously too strong before. Um, this pulls it in line, but I'm not sure, like I said, where Demon Hunter is at this moment in time. If aggro slash tempo Demon Hunter is still a thing, I think this will still see play. Uh, the issue is uh, the weapon that got nerfed. I think that's the biggest hit. Oh, yeah, uh, for sure. That, yeah. Made you everything. I mean, it, it it's it was so so much reach for basically 
an investment of five mana. Yes, you ended up having to spend two more mana to actually get the 10 damage, but it, the biggest investment was that five mana. The f I, I feel the difference between doing four damage and five damage is huge, not just in a reach capacity, which I actually feel like isn't as big a deal, but handling minions. There are so many five health minions that you potentially to keep yourself alive could use a metamorphosis to kill. Rotness Drake, Big Whelp, uh, Shield of Galakron, all of these five health minions that, you know, potentially would, would, would prevent your minions from going face or something like that are, are suddenly a lot worse. And like even chipping, you know, using five damage to chip down uh an emerald explorer or or the 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 big the big taunt minion that that paladin gets from the uh Librum of hope it was just so much it made it so much easier for demon hunter to get through big taunts specifically but just big minions in general that i feel like between that and then the 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 weapon change it's going to be really difficult for for that deck to 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 not change substantially and then mm -hmm. the question is is that is this single legendary card better than something else that i might want two of in the deck or something like that so wait i'm confused metamorphosis can target minions it can it can maybe that's why well, i wasn't as good at demon hunter as you guys because <laughs> i was hitting minions occasionally with it whoa Mind blown. It's just... <laughs> I know. I thought it was just a hunter hero power there. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. All right. Um, so next up we have Kane Sun Fury. He was a three five before, now he's a three four. Um yeah, that that I feel like you just can't throw Kane out on four and be like, Well, I hope he lives. Pretty good chance of that. And now four four mana. Probably gonna die. No questions asked, especially from whatever minions you have on the board. So he's not just the like unquestionable, like I can throw him out early in the game and he'll be safe or like mm -hmm. eat up enough resources that it's like three mana. Yeah. And my opponent spent what to get rid of him. Okay. I'm fine with this. So yeah the the one health definitely hits it pretty hard um like you said just running it out on four is a lot more risky and like it's it's an okay card before it was just great like it's a four mana three five with rush that gets two for one solid uh it can still two for one uh it's just not as good of two for ones mm -hmm. now um but i i think this is a good change uh compared to the other ones um but it it, it keeps keeps him honest exactly I, if, I i think of like the frozen shadow weaver that this is the card like if you got frozen on three going into your turn four you could play this click clear the shadow weaver and then you'd still have the three one on the board that your opponent is incentivized to get rid of because they, they mm. know they can't play play a taunt uh around that and you could then put the uh, sidekicks on it and start and start buffing it up if uh, if it's left out there and and now it can't do that now a faceless corruptor can 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 trade uh, can trade and still be alive after it so it 
it definitely again four to five difference is huge Mm -hmm. and it makes it a lot easier to easier to clear yeah i i definitely do see a lot of uh, a lot less of frozen shadow weaver coming i i would assume so anyway like it's still a solid minion but um with how the meta is looking like it's shaping i would assume people might be starting to kind of move away a little bit from that just because i don't know aggro feels not great right now i think it's just going to be super greedy come this weekend for masters tour yeah i can see that for sure okay so here's the big boy right here Warglaze of azanoth used to cost five now it costs six oh that's huge yeah i mean that was kind of the curve of the deck was kind of like you get to turn five you play warglaves like warglaves was pretty ideal on five mm-hmm. and a three three mana or a three attack four durability weapon that you can easily buff up for five um cost two when hit by skull it was just super like unanimously good on turn five. Now you have, like, you had option a lot of options on turn five though too. So you had the you know you had a uh, Gladebound Adept, you had Metamorphosis, you had Warglaves, so you had options. Now it's just you know War or Gladebound Adept and Metamorphosis on your five drop. So like. Uh, kind think, of weakens out the curve quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I I think like uh, the biggest issue is Glavebound Adept with this card. Um, yeah, because on five, you know, even though yeah, Glavebound Adept is a five drop, you probably are playing it on six, um, most mm-hmm. likely because you're either setting up War Glaives or you're trying to just hero power and play it. Um, but now this, you're gonna have to have a twin slice. Oh wait, that's not zero mana either, so. There's a big issue here with Gladebound Adept in these decks, and it makes it more of a 7-drop now for that card. Yeah. It's just like every single card in Demon Hunter has been touched that has seen any play. And the only one I can think of off the top of my head that hasn't is Seder Overseer. And Seder Overseer was touched by this because this affects Seder Overseer too. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the changes they've made have made slowly taken down the power level of Seder Overseer, too, so. The the card, the card is, uh, like, what it does is still really good. The problem now is the mana cost and how mm-hmm. how you end up needing to handle both your, like, the, the, the tempo slash aggro demon hunter was running basically this and the umber wing and you you could kind of get by with that because you were you had the twin slices and and you also had um uh you you could you could set up your umber wing and that so that it it worked it it sometimes wasn't ideal, but you could get it to work, and it worked really well. That Warglaves you could just play, and it was a strong turn five play, whether you had an adept in hand ready to go for next turn or not. And, and now the fact that that comes out a turn later, it kind of conflicts, and that's 
extra mana that you have to find if it's sitting in the outcast position so that you can get your outcast cards into the outcast position and so it's 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 really going to make that clunky and while the card is powerful it might not be as as easy to run in the in a, in the deck now yeah so oh man this one just uh, it's it's just <laughs> i don't even know what to say i'm i'm happy with it but like it was obviously too too good before so okay let's move on to dragon caster that's right dragon caster used to cost six now it costs seven no more turn five yog boxes for you <laughs> that's right or if you're playing against demon hunter no more deep freezes on turn five so um yeah they i think they they pretty much said they liked how this card works they and they liked yog box but it was just coming out too early, so they obviously haven't seen my yog boxes then, because <laughs> my my yog boxes are, are are definitely should be worth more than that. See, I don't feel like that, I don't feel like you're. See, why it's not working for you is because you're not prepared to live by the box and die by the box. <laughs> That's I, right. Yeah, I, I, I hedge, I hedge. I don't, I don't praise <laughs> Yog enough before I open the Yog mm. box. And then, and, and therefore... then you, you just be like, you know what? Sometimes Yog just doesn't go my way, but you know, <laughs> I, I still, I still love my boy Yog. So. um that's why that's your it. boxes aren't working. They, I mean, you're that's, you're trying I to didn't scam. Fully commit. I exactly, you exactly trying to scam those victories. And I mean, uh, to to be fair though, you could still get Yog Box on turn six with um the sandwich. True. So now it's not just the dragon caster. You have to go with the Naga sandwich, not a sandwich. But a S A N D space W I T C H. You know, I think this is still powerful enough to see play. Mm -hmm. uh, just because the effect is still really powerful, whether whether it is uh, six mana or seven mana, you're still getting a reduction. You're you're putting a four four on the board and then playing an expensive spell, whether it's power of creation. Whether it's deep freeze, whether it's yog box, or or even if if for some reason you're uh, using this with some removal or something, it, it's it, it's still it's still a powerful effect, and uh, so I think it's going to see play. It just it, if the really aggressive decks aren't a thing, though, like you're talking about, deliver then this one mana difference really isn't going to make that much of a difference because a, lo a lot of times you're doing the turn five dragon caster coin or, you know, coin dragon caster yog box because demon hunter was breathing down your throat and was setting up lethal for next turn. But now right. if they, if they're not doing that, this, this isn't going to feel like as big a deal. So here's, here's, here's a real hot take. This is a buff for dragon caster conjurer's calling. Seven mana, two seven drops. There are you seven go. Drops good. Some of them are. <laughs> I think I'd rather have six. <laughs> I, I was gonna say we 
we've got experience with lots of six drops with power of creation and and that i don't know if I, I honestly don't know what our what the seven drop pool. Is I today. I think I think go back and look at it. Granted, I think you'd be surprised. It got better, like, I guess. So so to be fair, there are there are still misses, but there are a lot of hits mm-hmm. on seven. Um, obviously, Dragon Era, Dino Tamer, Brian being like the biggest miss. Dragon Caster also being pretty much a miss at that point mm-hmm. in time. But I still feel like there's. Siamat, there's a lot of different uh seven drops that are are good. And I'm not serious. I don't think this is a buff. <laughs> but if you were to conjure as calling it, you, your results are gonna be better. So that's at least something. It's, mm-hmm. I mean not not much, but I'm just trying to look for an upside with conjurer's calling. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I, I personally I think um Highlander Mage is gonna have a really tough time of this patch uh i think highlander hunter is gonna start seeing a lot more play be my guess and i'm pretty sure it's pretty favored for the hunter there because there's not a lot of healing for the mage so i'm i I think hunters are are very happy with this patch for sure yeah um so it's i i feel like this overall, yeah, these these patches do favor Hunter because like one of the one of the counters for the the Highlander Hunter was the the Bomb Warrior, and not having four attack wrench calibers is pretty significant in that matchup. True, I uh, mean, there's a lot of four manage damage minute or health minions that you can't like the the evasive drake that you know the the four mana five four and there's some other stuff that hangs around um the mm-hmm. imprisoned the two drop i don't remember what it's called right i thought the imprisoned whatever um sightless watcher no 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 sightless watcher is demon hunter and that's not a imprisoned one. Oh, what am i thinking Felmaw. yes the imprisoned Felmaw. Oh, okay, four is also four health so there's a lot of early game that um you could control with the warrior with the upgraded weapon. Mm-hmm. So, like, I feel like, yes, this is a pretty strong patch for Hunter. Okay, um, next up we have Fungal Fortunes. Used to cost two, now it costs three. Um, I feel like this is... I mean, I feel like every Druid deck is still going to play it. Mm-hmm. Um if you're playing spell druid or like that kind of druid, which is pretty much the only thing I've seen recently, but I mean, I guess in Biggin you could try to play in Biggin or Quest Druid if you really wanted to. But if you're playing any variation of spell druid, I mean, I feel like you still slot this in 100 percent of the time. It's it's too good not to, and this like reigns in its power level. <laughs> so, so. I think this is a buff for me personally because I all like this will give me an extra turn to draw my minions before I just top deck and throw all of them away. <laughs> That's true. Um, no, I, I I think this is actually a decent hit to the card because on three you're wanting to wild growth, um, and it's tough to do that. Like the deck starts to get a little weird, but 
other than wild growth though there's you're not doing anything those early turns most of the time so i i think it's a very very slight hit to the card for those archetypes in particular um but i i think i think it's still fine for sure yeah Exactly. It's still to, it still draws three cards. It still puts uh, up to three cards in your hand if they're spells. It still potentially gets you the more ramp cards that you're looking for. Specifically, it doesn't interfere with overgrowth, which is which is the card that you're really wanting to play on turn four. And, mm. and uh, you know it it potentially gets you the extra uh, glowfly swarm minions for turn five and all that sort of thing so yeah i I think the i think the card's still good it still sees play and you know i don't know if more people start playing the 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 more the dragon version that has breath breath of dreams in it um but that's on two when you could potentially do that and then and then go right past this and then save Mm. this for later as, as kind of a refill your hand mechanic Mm-hmm. So, all right, and the last nerf. Uh, we'll just go over this as one thing. Uh, the rogue Galcron draw your draw, cards you draw now cost one. So, there's no more zero cost cards in with Galcron. So, draw one, two, or four cards, they all cost one. So that shadow step and that backstab, enjoy a one-cost shadow step and backstab. <laughs> Other than that, I mean, you can't just drop Galcron on turn seven anymore and just swing. And just go like, mm-hmm. bam, here we go, my board's back, I destroy your board, I drew a bunch of free stuff, I flick your, your problem minions, and then I'm just never going to be stopped at this point in time. Yep. Uh, good job, Blizzard. We finally learned that zero cost cards are bad, right? Nope. Right. But uh, we'll talk about that one. <laughs> Card- cards that are designed to be zero are a lot better than cards that weren't designed to zero to be zero that are made to be zero. That that yes. I- feels to be the the lesson that it feels like they've learned maybe mm-hmm. because that's that's what happened with dragon queen that's what happened with this and you always you know there are cards that are designed to be zero and their their impact is such that it 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 shouldn't exceed a certain power level it's when cards that weren't meant to be zero suddenly become zero that a lot of problems start happening yeah. That the, this is again just like Dragon Queen. This isn't a, a card that you play that you suddenly ridiculously swing the board. Uh, you don't get this, and then you end up playing a lackey and your high sparing tog waggle for free. So then you get the wand, and then you go and get some additional cards. And it's just, it, it's, it's, it shouldn't. I don't feel like it ever probably should have worked that way. That's how it's worked though since since December when get when uh Descent of Dragons came out, but uh it it is. It's going to delay when you play Galakron and it's and the turn that they play Galakron presumably is going to feel let not as impactful 
because the cards that they're playing now suddenly cost one instead of zero and they're doing it later in the game to where you'll potentially have more answers uh, to deal with whatever it is they end up getting. Yeah, they can't just immediately swing the board back in their favor or do a bunch of damage. So right. it's uh it's more fair, which is what uh, we're asking for. So good deal. Exactly. So weapon frames update coming July thirtieth. With the introduction of dual-class cards, we went back and applied a classic-specific frame to every weapon in Hearthstone. Class-specific weapon frames will appear in-game starting July 30th. Uh, looks clean. I like it. Yeah, looks nice. You, you, can, you can actually tell what class a weapon is from now. The example yeah. they showed is a, is a hunter weapon. And and like that was the thing. Every time there was a card reveal during a during a uh, reveal season, you'd see it and you'd be like, "Okay, what class is this for?" Because there was no real indication on the card. Yep. What class it was for, and now now we're actually going to be able to tell what class a a, a weapon is for just by looking at it. Exactly. So. Uh, next, we have game improvements and bug fixes in 17.6. So when a, random, when a random card back is selected, you will now see a randomized card back every time you open a pack and every time you open the crafting menu. So this is just a cool little, like, you get to see a bunch of different card backs. Even when you're not playing the game, you get to see them when you open packs and when you get to go to crafting. So... Yeah, it's nice. I, I have the random card back on, and one of the things that I really, I would consciously have to do is when I'm opening packs during a new expansion, I would actually leave and go back into the pack opening <laughs> screen just so I could see a different card back because you were opening a lot of packs, and I wanted to see a different card back every so often, and it, and so now it'll actually with every pack change, which is which is really nice, and yes, the. Means absolutely nothing as far as game mechanics or anything mm -hmm. goes. It's it it is entirely a quality of life thing, but it's I for me at least I will appreciate it. Yeah, I mean when you're opening like 190 packs, you kind of want to see something different every now and then, so it you don't have to go back and forth. So this is cool. I know I'm going to set my back to random before I start opening my packs for the next expansion. So this is a really nice one. Yeah. Um, the UI has been updated with an icon on the top right that will indicate when you're offline. Seems pretty straightforward. So good for them. Thank you. Um, next RMS card uh, back available in Hearthstone in-game store. It was July 2014 reward and you can purchase for fi uh, 500 gold or 299 US. Next so. is out. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of people have been asking for old cards, card backs uh, from maybe before they started playing Hearthstone and this is this is an opportunity to get one. We we've had the uh, we've gotten the opportunity like in a tavern brawl to win to 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 get one that was previously released. Uh, but this is the first time that it's been, a mail, been been made available for purchase. So if you want that or want to, I guess, uh, see other card backs be made available like this, 
you should probably go get this. I, I, I think I will probably spend the gold and do that because um, I, while I wasn't playing in July 2014 when this came out, I, I kind of like getting the card backs and like adding to the collection that way. And so, so this to me is worth it. I mean, I think this is just cool. I mean, if people are into card backs and they give you an, a, a way to go back and get some of the older card backs, you can't anymore. I'm 100% fine. I love it when they sell cosmetic changes like this because it gives people an opportunity to like more customize or you know change what they're doing. And like, if people want to spend the money, cool. You get to have this cool card back. If you don't want to spend the money, guess what? Your deck doesn't play any differently. So I like, I like these kind of changes. I like skins and stuff like that where it doesn't change the deck itself. It just gives you a little bit of cosmetic difference. So I love the fact that they offer it as a gold reward, a gold option to buy it as well, simply because then you can, it's literally available to anybody because you can earn the gold in game to then buy this if you want it. And uh, yes, you're foregoing potentially five card back card packs to do this, but uh, I, I I I like that it's not just for a a uh, microtransaction for for real money. So, okay, um, and I cannot pronounce her name. Hadija Chamberlain. Hadija Chamberlain, Hearthstone lead visual effects artist, leaves the team. Uh, tweeted on July 10th, recently I left the Hearthstone team to join another project at Blizzard. I'll talk about that another time because it's super exciting. But now, for now, I want to talk about how much I miss Hearthstone and say thank you. So, another artist moving on to some other things, but she's still at Blizzard and we'll be excited to see what her next project is. Yeah, so been part of several of the car, uh, of the expansion releases uh, announcements and things like that. Yeah, she's and, been a pretty and... prominent face since uh, since Broad left. So like, it's it's kind of sad to see her no longer on the team because like, yeah. she's one of the faces you saw all the time for as uh, on you know you know ex- expansion announcements. Speaking of expansion announcements well i just looked at our record time too we're at like 45 minutes right now so we're not probably gonna go super in depth in this because i feel like the the nerfs were probably the better chat chatting topic but we have the school schoolmance academy so um going back to school going back to my alma mater you know so yeah uh, we're going to totes not harry potter school <laughs> yeah i i uh when i first saw this i thought uh oh it's uh hearthstone's getting disney's harry potter so isn't it I, I, harry potter's universal yeah i know harry but th- it gives me it definitely gives me uh disney okay yes that's fair yeah okay yeah sorry i should harry potter yes 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 got you now yeah, yeah, okay. I understand what you're saying now because it's like, wait a second. Wait a minute. <laughs> but no, I, I really love the the trailer for this and everything. Uh, yeah. The tease yesterday was super cool. Got everyone really excited. It was nothing. The tease was nothing, but I think it still got us excited. So good job. Yeah. Yes. So it is our newest expansion 135 cards. 
launches in early August, possibly August 4th. Um, so we have dual class cards. So if you'll remember back to Mean Streets of Gadgetstan, where they had the three different guilds. Yes, I know. The, I can hear the clicking <laughs> fingers, too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, so like that, they had the three guilds, but now they will have, uh, dual class, uh, cards. So we have 40 dual class cards and the combinate 10 class combinations. So I will just run through these. So we have Druid slash Hunter, Hunter slash Demon Hunter, Demon Hunter slash Warlock, Warlock slash Priest, Priest slash Paladin, Paladin slash Warrior, Warrior slash Rogue, Rogue slash Mage, Mage slash Shaman, Shaman slash Druid. The only ones that kind of like thematically kind of throw me off and confuse me is like Rogue and Mage don't seem to be combinations that I would put together. I at- I think... Um... I'm trying to like I think like uh as far as like D and D esque, you know, you kinda get those uh sneaky kind of like tiefling where they can do magic, sleight of hand, trickery stuff. Uh that's the kind of vibe I get from it. Okay. And the other one is the hunter demon hunter. Like yes, I understand hunter is hunter. in both days. Smart, 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 super smart is what that I, is. Yes, I understand what it is. I'm just saying <laughs> From, like, a lore point of view, like, all the other ones make sense. Like, Shaman and Druid, I can see that. Mage and Shaman, okay. Uh, Warrior and Rogue, yup. Paladin Warrior, yup. Priest Paladin, check. Warlock Priest, makes sense to me. Demon Hunter, Warlock. Demons, yeah, okay, I gotcha. You know, Druid Hunter, yep, that's, I'm there. Those are the two ones that, like, confuse me as to be like, I know you have to do I'm, it, I'm, but yeah, I'm, okay. di- I'm dying. I have to say this because I, I think it's so funny and it's probably not going to be funny now that I've said this, but it's literally the Migo face with vengeance. <laughs> vengeance. <laughs> Migo face with vengeance. Yes. If those cards aren't as smork as possible, I will be upset. Yes, they there. should be like super smart cards. Well, I look forward to talking about them getting nerfed then. So, <laughs> uh, so card background split between the two classes. Half is one class, half is the other. So um, if you haven't seen it, go check it out. Uh, it's very cool looking. It's very, um, it does remind me of Magic and how they have dual co- dual class cards or dual color cards like that. So um, I think it's I think it's a nice touch and I really like it because like you didn't have any indications besides a little icon on the uh, the the three guild ones mm-hmm. and those weren't even on the card themselves they were in the uh, yeah they descri- were ne- they were neutral cards yes and, mm-hmm. and and so it was often like kind of difficult to to think about them when you're building decks and and things like that because they didn't show up in in your class whereas these presumably will show up it's like wait a minute everyone doesn't have access to kazakus what what's the you know it's just yeah yeah okay so besides that we have spell burst 
uh, one time uh, spell triggered minions by uh, it's a minion effect where it triggers when you cast a spell. So I'm going to look at uh, just the 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 cards that have been announced and uh, diligent note taker, which is a two two or two three shaman minion spell burst. Return the uh, spell to your hand. So you cast a spell. It returns to your hand. It happens only once and when you cast the t- first spell. Yes, only once because, good grief, did I see a ton of people when they first saw Spellburst were thinking uh, there was already four or five different OTK combos built then and there. So <laughs> good job, Hearthstone, for realizing just one time's good enough. Yes, and it has and it has to be a spell specifically that you cast. It can't be something mm-hmm. like, uh, uh, like, something like Yah, the puzzle box of Yag Saran. It's not gonna. It, it would give you that because you casted it, but it wouldn't necessarily give you a card that was played as a result of the the spell that you. Uh, right, the, you can't. The, or you can't like Amazing Arena into it. Like you or, can't Tortolan into it. Like yes, and yes, get yes. The yeah. Tortolans would be a good example because that plays the plays the card for you as opposed to you playing it yourself. Mm-hmm. I assume Reno's like that too. The so passive, I would assume, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Then we have studies cards, cost reducing discover cards. So I mean. We're gonna. Or this. This is the height of the most resource generation we will see in a while, and then they put in studies cards, <laughs> which will generate more things that did not start in your deck. So, yeah, I am. Uh, I'm. I just wish they wouldn't have said that because I'm like, this seems counter to that because nothing has rotated out. And this adds more things to your deck. So well, they didn't say they were going sixty to zero here. So you know we didn't hit a brick wall. We're no. just slowing the card down just a little bit. Is what but happened. they did say this at this point in time is the most card generation yes. you will see in 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 the game, and they've added more things that generate cards. Which indicates to me that you can potentially have more things to generate cards in your mm-hmm. deck, which makes the original statement null and void. Well, you know, they were thinking in their head, well, we already created these, so in our statement from our servers, yeah, this is the most <laughs> we're going to see. So good luck. Have fun with this. <laughs> exactly. They're, they're like four, two or three expansions ahead at least. Yeah, so yeah I know. A year and a half from now, there's not going to be any RNG in there. No card generation. Of course not, no. Uh, I really like the the idea of study cards. Like, I'm guessing a bunch of classes are going to get Primordial Glyphs. So that'll be interesting to see. Primordial-esque Glyphs, I guess. Um, Yeah. I I, I really like these these two new keywords and everything. I'm excited to see these cards. Yeah, I think it's going to be super interesting. So, um... Then we have two pre-order bundles. We have the uh, Skullman's Academy bundle, including 55 Skullman's Academy packs, uh, the Kelsazad card back, and a random Golden Legendary. But 
This is super cool now. The uh, Mega Bundle, which includes 85 packs, which is already nicer than, you know, I still think anything over the 80 is really nice. So, um, includes 85 packs. And for the first time ever, five of those will be golden Skullamance Academy packs, each filled with golden cards. And it comes with the, uh, Golden Legendary, the Kelzad Hero Portrait, the Kelzad Back, a Tavern Pass, and four Arena Tickets. So, yes. Uh, it Blister Guy already went back to the uh, the thread that Celestalon had under our show tweet and asked him, uh, Happy Announcement Day, Celestalon. A follow-up question. These sweet new golden... Shulamance packs or school I don't know how we pronounce it yet uh, mm-hmm. will they work like golden classic packs and that they don't have any timers or will they have timers that regular packs do so I don't know we'll be watching to yeah. find an answer for that yeah. <laughs> don't trust my luck I guess is what we need to do more data I'm impressed the blister guy remembered that tweet so <laughs> right <laughs> it, if uh if those are a part of the regular Skolomans Academy pity timer, those I would think would be the first five you'd want to open because you're then guaranteed right. you're you're guaranteed to get you're potentially guaranteed to possibly get a legendary in the first ten packs. So one of the first five that could get you another gold legendary potentially. It's a fifty fifty, yeah. Or you wait until you're at thirty five and then you guarantee it. <laughs> true i guess if you, you could try to swing that unlucky mark yes be, well because if you try it as, with your first 10 packs there's no guarantee that mm-hmm. it like you unless you get the first five packs you open don't have the legendary true. there's no guarantee you're obviously at a higher chance but that's not a guarantee yeah i I, it might it might be worth it to really keep track. We'll have to see uh, if he responds to that question. But uh, yeah, I, I think the it, the play might be to keep track of your packs, really figure out these pity timers, and be like, okay, when do I open these five? When do I get that sweet golden legendary? Yeah, I would uh, I would say that's chance, just chance opening the first two or three, and then if you don't get it, then 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 you open those five and and potentially could. Mm-hmm. Uh, high roll into a into a legendary. My my strategy is going to be um, yes, I'll be keeping track of my pity timer, but I'm going to open the first five packs regularly, and if I don't hit it there, I will open the next five as golden. You want to guarantee it? Yeah, reasonable. Yeah. So, and the longer you go on, so here's the other thing too: the longer you go on without opening these. Uh, the chance, the higher the chance you are you, that you're going to hit something, um, that has, uh, doesn't have protection on it. So like your commons, if you open it with their first five, you're going to get commons that are just going to be there, but there's also a chance that you might hit something, uh, rare wise further down the line, um, that you can disenchant because you've already hit all your rares for the set. Mm-hmm. So that's potentially more dust. I I guess it doesn't matter as much because you're opening packs, 
and if you hit those timers, it, it, I don't know how gold cards affect the timer. So, or the uh, the the duplicate protection is what I'm trying to say. Uh, I'm pretty sure the way it works is that if you have like a golden common per se, you're not going to open just a regular common until you get the rest of the commons. Mm-hmm. Then you'll get those. But yeah. So um. And then you can log in and get transfer student for free. Um, so you can log in, get the two free copies of uh, transfer student. Um, and transfer student is a, I think it's a two, two. Yeah. For two, it's a two, two for two that gives you a random effect based on which game board you're playing on 25 effects in total and can be slotted into your decks immediately. Um, and there's an article on Reddit that will show you um, what each board will uh, get, what effect each board will give the transfer student. So, yeah, they went they went back did all, all of the wild uh, the the wild expansion uh, gave it an effect for those in addition to the. The, the classic and current uh, current standard expansion uh, game boards as well so it'll it'll have a different effect across all of those should be very interesting this card just seems thematic and fun mm-hmm. I don't think this card has any real uh, play potential other than like I'm being silly because you have no impact or choice over what board you have mm-hmm. it's not even a tech card. Because you don't know what board you're going to, you know, so it's like, well, if I'm on this board and playing this opponent, it could be the perfect card. If, if, if. <laughs> so. Mm. I would say if you're playing wild, I would throw this into even shaman immediately. Just for, I mean, it's a fun card that could slot in decent. Um, you get TGT board, inspire, draw card. Get Damn. it. Uh, yeah. There's just so much fun stuff to do with this. Like, um, he said the th- the knight of the frozen throne was that's my favorite uh, one. Yeah, death rattle added death knight to your hand. Like yep. that is just like, and all of a sudden you're you're Jaina. Yep. <laughs> so, um, I think it's very interesting. It's kind of it's definitely fun and thematic. So I I'm I'm a big fan of this design from a fun point of view. So. And so, and the other thing, future game boards will discover card. It will be discover card from X expansion effect, according to Sleshon on Reddit. So we know what it will do for coming, um, upcoming boards and expansions. You'll discover a card from said expansion. Mm-hmm. So it, it's like, you know. They, they want to come up with these really cool ideas like Rexar and everything with every beast in the game, but there's this point to where you have to realize that they can't do new things for every single one, that the resources just aren't there. So this is it's a, I think it's a good yeah, idea. Yeah, I was going to say, I think it's really cool with everything they put in place, and they give you something for everything upcoming past it. So it doesn't take much for them to update it, so... Mm-hmm. I, I'm on board. I think this is a cool card. So, all right. Um, and that's going to do it for this week for us. So, um, we'll keep talking about the cards as we see them. Obviously, more cards were 
um, reveal today than we talked about, but we kind of focused more on the uh, the nerfs, which were very pressing, and we didn't get to talk about them last year week because it came out on Wednesday. So, um, we will continue talking about some of the cards here and there, but uh, we are still planning to do a set release. So we are going to do the Happy Hearthstone thing and wait for every card to be announced and then we will put out our analysis um before the set launches so uh so let's wrap it up this week mage with this week's poll question okay with the new expansion we got a dual class mechanic and we decided we want to know what are your initial thoughts on the dual class mechanic and the cards that we've seen are you excited about it? Uh, indifferent, upset, sad, or as Deliver said, mournful before the <laughs> before the recording? Or are you possibly worried about uh, class identity? Those are the options. Vote. Tell us what you think, and we will talk about the results on next week's show. Excellent. Uh, speaking of the show, you can find the show on Twitter at Dr3HS. You can email the show uh, at Dr3HS at gmail.com. And you can join our Discord by going to our top pin tweet. And I am currently in the works of getting us a, ne- a very special guest over the next couple weeks. So uh, shout out to Chris Sierra. Ooh, a little bit of spoiler. Ooh. <laughs> so um those of you who recognize that name might have some idea of what i'm talking about so um and you can find me on twitter at daring alkaline uh deliver you can find me on twitter at deliver underscore hs and mage you can find me on twitter at mage of death and then monday wednesday friday you can find me on twitch at twitch.tv slash mage of death Hey guys, thanks for tuning in this week and uh, talking nurse with us. And as always, you've been listening to Dr. Three.